Toy Power Podcast is a free podcast made possible by the support of our awesome Patreon sponsors. Head to toypowerpodcast.com and see how you can help. Welcome to Toy Power, the podcast where we talk toys and everything pop culture. G'day, Trent here, and it is wonderful to have your company today for episode 208. This week on Toy Power, we take a look into the comic and toy industry, and then we jump into reading, watching, playing. Joining me today in the Toy Power studio, we've got Frank. Well, hoi hoi. Darren. Hello, everyone. Ben. G'day, g'day. And our very special guest, Sam from Nerds Paradise. What's up? Hey, what's up? <laughs> uh, that's taking me back to the 90s, right? Yeah. <laughs> Scary movie number one. Ah, <laughs> film ever. <laughs> so, before we get started, guys, question without notice. And then we're going to go around the room and I'll give my answer to give you time to think. I was rattling around in my head to go, if I had $1,000 free and clear, you had to spend it on toys... But with the condition that you have to spend it on a line you currently own nothing oh, of. Oh, see, I like this. Yes. I like right. this because I've been actually wow. thinking about something <laughs> very similar. There you go. Nice. So, yeah. okay. Um, so, a line that you don't have anything. So, of. if you have, wow. if you have a yep. single GI Joe figure, yep. you cannot you buy yep. GI Joe. Cool. Yeah. Like it. Yeah. Oh, Sam's already got yeah. his answer. All right, take it away, mate. Dino riders. Oh yeah. Oh. <laughs> that thousand bucks doesn't buy you much. <laughs> well, you get a T Rex leg. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. it's never going to complete I mean, a line, but a thousand little, bucks to two little guys. Yeah, there, that's fine. I don't have any, so yeah, I'd yeah. Love to have that, that's that, that was me three years ago. <laughs> now, how many shells have you got for Dino two, riders? Just two, <laughs> and I'm only collecting the bad guys. So yeah, yeah, cool. Good Anyone call, else got call. a? Yeah, I, I've been actually. You know, thinking mm. about this sort of thing and looking at stuff, Exo Squad. Yes. Right? Exo Squad is yep. like a mech suits. They're sort of, uh, I think they're about the mask, in between mask and G.I. Joe scale uh, men, little army men, and they go into the mech suits, very similar to your Ninja Turtles yes. uh, vintage yeah, yeah. characters up there. And uh, yeah, just mech suits like Robotech and stuff. Uh, there's a, I don't know how many is in the line, but every suit looks amazing yep. they f- firing weapons and things uh, come in little boxes and stuff cool I don't think it really got a big push in Australia no uh, but I've seen I'm not even sure it got a release right here, mm. yeah because I've never yep. seen much and not even the characters you'd think the characters would be floating around somewhere mm. but uh, Exo Squad has always fascinated me and uh, it's a nice swan song to Robotech I think uh, without crossing the boundaries of yeah that so very cool. Good question. Yeah, Love it's it. A fantastic question. I'm I'm racking my brain here because I do have a lot of toy lines that I collect. <laughs> the one the one that I went to first, funnily enough, was Mad Balls. Uh, I love yeah, love yeah, a bit of yeah, yeah. Uh, Dave Groman and his uh, Mad Balls. Um, but having just done the indie toy line retrospective, that's one that I would okay. have loved to have gotten into. Thousand bucks would get you most of I that. Reckon, I reckon, yeah, like pretty maybe Sand, sort of like Marion, or you know, some of those exclusive ones. Yeah, you could get a pretty good loose collection. Mm-hmm. It's not a big line. Yeah, sort of eight figures plus you know three figures and a couple of play sets. So mm-hmm. that, but you know, Mad Balls always just the design aesthetic of those things. Um, my brother's got one. In the toy box at my in-laws' house, cool. that that monkey that you know you had the 
body and it would pop oh, the head yes, off as yes. well. Yep. Um, but yeah, just love those designs. I reckon I'd have to go Mad Balls just nice. for that, that 80s yep. real nostalgia. Yep. Beautiful. Yep. Well, Darren? Does it have to be vintage or can it be Vintage, up and modern, whatever you like. Up and coming? You just or? cannot have anything of it. Okay, coming. I have nothing in either direction of this, so I'm going to say Silverhawks. Oh, oh yes. Cool. Good call. call. Yep. Good call. Such a good call. You stole my answer, <laughs> you bastard. <laughs> That's, uh, particularly in light of the uh, Super 7 announcements that we spoke about last week. That's, um, yeah, and uh, you... You see something like that when they're doing an old license, so you naturally start looking at all the old stuff, and yep. you, you know, thousand bucks is never going to get you the whole line. No, because but it'll give you vehicles. a start. It'll give you, it'll get you the core characters and and some pretty cool stuff. So, yep, a very good call. Anyway, that was just a question without notice. Liked it to, uh, I liked to it. start it off. Mm, very cool. Um, well, we do have Sam with us today, and I guess it's an opportunity to reflect from a retail perspective. Sam having a, a toe or a fairly big part in both the toys and the comics, working at Gamma Rays uh, down there on um, Rundle Street. Um, so we get, we get, I guess, to get some of the experience around what it was like. One, in the comic book side, as we went through COVID and as we went through the distribution issues of 2020, but also from Nerd Paradise and the online retailing side of things is, is also a fascinating topic to talk to. So... Thanks very much for joining us today, Sam, and and hopefully sharing some insights from the industry. No problem at all. Happy to share anything. You can ask me anything, and I will be brutally honest. <laughs> <laughs> so, so okay, I'll kick it off. So, what? So, obviously, we went through the trials and tribulations of I think DC were the yep. worst scenario of uh, comic distribution and things. Yeah. How how did that from a retailer? How did that affect you guys? And I dare say um segue into what does it look like you know now 2021 is here so to speak so so with dc straight up just separating doing their own thing for shipping it's it's kind of a bit weird so you've got a positive and a negative right now right now the positive or there's two positives i'll go with one is the shipping isn't too expensive the uh, delivery time is a lot better. Okay. So it's arriving yep. earlier. At some points, it's arriving a week early. So we have... Wow. Yeah, and that's hard. That's unheard of. I've yeah. never heard of that yeah. in the comic book. It's always on time or a week late. And that's yeah. the worst part for me is that I'm yep. not allowed to open it. It's got the street date on it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Don't yeah, break I that street date. Of, you know, next week's books and go, sucked in, guys. I don't know what's happening. No, but at least you know they're there and yes, yeah. you don't have to panic about whether or not they're going to make it on time. Now, yep. the catch is so even though it is not too expensive, it is actually another cost. So, mm-hmm. as much as when they were coming, you know, everything together through one shipping company. It was all one cost. Yep. It was all one thing. And it sort of worked out very easily to do, obviously, maths, equations. You all just paid one company, one thing, super easy. Mm. Now it's multiple. Yes. And on top of that, DC don't necessarily also supply their collected editions. So that's another supplier. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. So you're dealing with up to three, maybe more suppliers now. Well, I think for books alone, we're probably at four to five suppliers. Oh, wow. Yeah, there you wow. go. Yeah. So Marvel, Image... Top Cow, all the indie stuff are with Marvel still together. Yep. DC have their own. Then you've got one for DC Trades, and then you've got ones for magazines, uh, all your magazine subscriptions, which mostly come from uh, England and places like that, mm. and so on and so on. Uh, it's very hard to keep track of now with how many different places are opening up and yep. who's the best to go to. Luckily, everyone in the comic industry is super lovely. Everyone talks. 
Like, yeah. never ever think that one comic shop is not talking to another. Yeah, they okay. are. Especially now. Last year brought us all together. We're all yeah. talking, helping each other out, trying to make the industry as good for us as it can be, but also for our customers. Because yep. we want, obviously, you guys to get your stuff because otherwise that ruins it for us. Mm. 100%. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so a qu- couple of questions out of that. So obviously, let's say Thursday is the new comic book day, right? You know, traditionally, and let's say DC have not delivered it a week early. So, you know, are, is, are all your comics arriving on a Thursday per se? Or is it just, you know, oh, new trade, new comic day is now Monday for DC, Wednesday for Marvel, and then Fridays for magazines and collected editions is that is that sort of what's happening or a little bit but not quite as extreme we right. sort of say every thursday that's it that's your baseline sometimes dc will go out on wednesday because that's the same time as the u.s, US. okay yep, yep fair enough makes sense and that's it like that's where we we cut it and the only reason we ever do that is if a the shipment's in heaps early and it just means it's a little less work for us on thursday because thursday's a massive ship yep mm. yep yeah so taking a step back to 2020 and when COVID hit, we had things like lockdowns, we had social distancing, limitations of people going into stores. And then on top of it, obviously the distribution issues and a lot of DC stuff just wasn't coming or just nothing new in terms of actual no, comic books. Not. Comic books, full stop, yeah. weren't coming. How did that play out in terms of the comic book store? And did it kind of ever pick back up? Did it ever go over and above what was happening pre-COVID? So it's super... Once again, this is strange in the way that I... We're very thankful for the way this panned out. Yeah, comic books completely stopped. Nothing came in, nothing. There was just no new stock. So that straight away scared us because we thought, okay, this could actually really bring us undone. Yeah. Mm. But you've got to think every comic collector has a massive gap. Like, they're like, oh, I didn't collect that book from 2006 and I'd love to get that. We're very fortunate that we have a pretty big back catalogue. So we ended up spending so much time digging out older comics for people. And so even though they weren't getting their weekly normal books, they were su- substituting it yep. for yeah. older stuff. And they were using it as that circuit breaker, that opportunity to go back and... Catch up. Yeah, catch yeah. up yeah. And, and fill the gaps. Even buying more expensive books. They go, oh, I don't have my regular $100 worth of books or $50 worth of books. I'm going to buy one book at that price that I normally wouldn't be able to. Mm. So we found we were moving a lot of our bigger items oh, that yep. might not have sold. Um, but the, the other flip side to that is we had to post everything. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. There's this, this constant postage. And then, of course, problems with postage being delayed. Like eBay actually became a bit of a nightmare to the point where there's a little gap there where me and Ian immediately were like, nah, let's just, just have a breather from, from this because yeah. it got to the point where no packages were getting anywhere they were just sitting in Adelaide for like three or four weeks and you're getting constantly messaged yes. and people wanting refunds and whatever else. And it's like, you just, if you just wait, I know that's, as all collectors know, it sucks when you're sitting at the door, like Scott Pilgrim waiting for that package. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It just, yeah, unfortunately that was the tricky situation. It was really lovely that all our customers looked after us and bought things. But once again, the postage also then became that struggle. Yep. Mm. And 2021, what are we looking at right now? Uh, is everything back to normal sort of thing? or Comics are completely back to normal yep. now, which yep. is fantastic. Everything's coming in. Um, actually, I do believe the big problem with DC and the reason they actually used, they used COVID to their advantage was to split because 
they didn't want to be with Diamond. And because in their contract, I believe it actually had something to do with if they can't distribute, they're allowed to cancel and go somewhere else. Ah, so right. they used COVID to, yep. to make yep. that move. And now, yeah, it's all back to normal and all, all nice and everyone sending books and everything again. Postage is still an issue, but I, I think we're still going to have an issue for the next, I don't know, the rest of this year. I do mm. believe that yep. the amount of back catalogue and delayed shipments and lost packages that will be randomly found at the bottom of crates and things. Um, yeah, it's just going to be an ongoing battle with delivery. Yeah. Everything else is back to normal. Delivery mm, yeah. is the problem. Yeah. Now, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles had a blockbuster publication of 2020. Was it the last Ronin? Last story, right? Correct, yes. Now, so that was hot and you just can't, you know, mm. you can very, very, very hard to get your hands mm. on that story up. Let's have a chat after this. Um, <laughs> what, what were the big, what were the, you know, top three kind of hot items of 2020 or, you know, really, really great stories? Ooh, top three. So from, for me, straight the top of my head, as soon as, uh, even though I am actually talking about an older comic because of the show, The Boys. Yep. Yeah, yeah, they yep. Are, and Smash I know they, they did release another line called Dear, Dear Becky, yep. um, but everyone was super excited that, we had a lot of the back issues, so we we're getting heaps of messages for those. The yep. original runs like like eighty something comics, is it? Like yeah, something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's a big big run, and it's not overly expensive. Even issue yep. one, you can get. I know it is seems a lot, but eighty to a hundred dollars for issue one. Now that's pretty good for a borderline all first appearances. And if you just want your regular covers, they're not expensive. We sell most of them between seven to eight dollars. Yeah, nice. So for a mm. comic book series, if you're getting eighty at around that price, that's that's not bad. Yeah. Mm. Um, one other question is: so we also, you know, the Ninja Turtles thing uh, reminded me that, um, like. IDW got to the point where like okay COVID's impacting us so much we're going to stop we're going to put a comic run on hiatus and then pick up once we can get back into the studio and you know we can actually start shipping again are there any um, comic book titles that sort of fell off by the wayside and never picked back up or were there you know how long was that uh, shut down for in some circumstances and you know any anything that like they the comic publisher kept going and then all of a sudden you got seven issues in one hit, you know, like issue 80 to 87 in one in drop, one you know, three months yeah. after they... Um, Marvel, Marvel cancelled a lot of stuff and I don't know if that was COVID or to due to terrible sales. That's the tricky part. <laughs> yep. That is hard to tell where they were thinking. They, they could honestly go both ways with the titles that they chose to close down. Uh, but there wasn't anything that dropped... I mean, I think Spider-Man's the only one now which I think they've deliberately dropped. They went to weekly for a while now, mm. and I don't know how long that's continuing for. But I think that is almost like the guy had written, Nick Spencer had written so much stuff that they're like, you know what, let's just give them one every week and it's that way that's there. more money for us. Yep. Yeah. Makes sense, but I think that's... I mean, there's probably some that obviously lots got cancelled and we've never seen the return of, or books that just never happened like heaps of releases that everyone was excited for that just never came out yeah there's a lot of that but i couldn't even tell you what they were because admittedly i think nothing i really cared about (laughs) (laughs) didn't impact me personally yeah which is hard to like i know there'll be a lot of people going how dare you sam you're forgetting such and such title how dare you but yeah uh most of my collections marvel everything's pretty much back to normal for me at the moment Mm. so it's I know, I'm loving it. <laughs> cool. cool. Nice. Now, 
can we move on to Nerds Paradise? And, yeah. and this is the um, online retailing arm of what Sam does here. And wonderful business. We've all got a lot of our Ninja Turtles, courtesy of Sam. Absolutely. Um, often... Also does the fairs. Yep. And has a uh, big uh, presence. Got a, got a shout out. He personally delivered the shredder from Super 7 to me today, tonight. Oh, so, look at that. So you know, I'm, I'm, I'm a, we, anyone, we, a very happy man. Frank still hasn't even got Wave 1. I, honestly, I still haven't got Wave 1. Currently, <laughs> currently, sorry, Frank's more vocal about currently it. Currently, it is a race. Uh, <laughs> I believe mine shipped, my Wave 1 shipped from uh, wherever Toys and Beyond are based. Thursday was what I was told. The my Wave Two Big Bad Toy Store order has already left America a week ago, so I'm like, it's going to be a tight yeah, race to see which you, I could uh, just see like eight figures rocking up on the same day. Have you ordered Wave? Is it Wave Threes? Wave Threes on pre-order and, yeah. and Wave Four as well. I might. That's the what I'm going to call the last big order I may have made that might still come. Yes, oh, I've okay. We need Wave paid, Three. Uh, I've already paid a substantial amount into <laughs> how many I ordered. I won't go into how many. It may have been an over order, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> don't uh, worry wave three's got mikey in it so i don't think you have too much trouble there. well it's been it's, it's interesting from a collector point of view i mean 2020 with turtles product just to name you know a few and, and you obviously dabble in a, in a lot of stuff but you know turtles has just been hot the necker stuff has been yep. hot and we've been sort of lucky enough or maybe it's been a bit of a mixed bag but at first Australia seemed to have really good distribution on the Necker stuff. Like it seemed to be it's, good. Mm. Now, now I think. Well, this is why you're here. Yeah, this, is what, this is what like. I want to know. <laughs> I'd love to know this. So, just for our listeners, we've talked a little bit about this, but basically, there's a, a an entity here, a company here called Icon Collectibles, and they basically um, control a lot of the distribution into Australia. So you basically have to go through Icon. Sam can probably articulate this better better than me. And they also have a retail store physical retail store and online presence through pop culture and so a lot of those uh, sort of orders that i guess you know nerds paradise would be placing a lot of the entities would be placing sort of get funneled through this icon collectibles and that's always an interesting dynamic working with that and i guess i wouldn't mind just opening with that pretty pretty open slather just to comment on and maybe give your perspective on. okay the naked turtle thing is the best way because poor darren here actually is the one that probably suffered the most out of uh, what happened and it happened to me i think now three or four times so you put in your order they send you your invoice you pay your invoice and then you go hang on this invoice is not right send them a message going you know this isn't right there's not enough toys or you know for me i see the sum i see how much the total is and i go that's not right Mm. i know that you know six or seven boxes of these is going to cost me x amount this doesn't add up then you message them go hey what's going on here like what's where are these toys and the worst thing was so the first time I think it was the movie toys the, was it yeah, yeah. both times it's been it was the, the, um, the single pack foot soldiers the first, first time, time. Yep. so what I did with that so they basically I called them said hey look you haven't sent me enough where are they what's going on and they were kind of just like too bad you missed out <laughs> and I just didn't know what to do so luckily I actually did call a good friend of everyone's Dennis Mm. And I bought a bunch of him and managed to get everyone at least one. Mm. So Darren got one and then he had what I, we made a deal where he had credit with me instead of me giving him a full refund. So Darren had ordered two initially. And I think I actually got, I actually ended up ordering like four from Dennis. So that's a lot Mm. to go missing when you're talking large quantities of toys. Yeah. 
and that was like the last four he had, I think, from memory. Yes, they were the know. last ones. And I paid full price. So I didn't make anything. I lost money in shipping and everything. So I did that because I want to make sure that always my fans and people that help me out get their toys. Like, that's mm. my customers, not fans. It's a terrible way to put it. <laughs> <laughs> we're fans. It's yeah, all right. You know, I just wanted For to those who are wondering, <laughs> Sam also has an OnlyFans site. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, it's happening, though. I think uh, that I'll talk about that later. <laughs> explain that joke <laughs> um the the big problem i had was that that okay so that happened and i was like right i've dealt with it yeah it cost me money i didn't make any money because of that but i made it work mm. i figured it out then they do it again and it wasn't with turtles it was with something else and i managed to figure that out but at that point i'm going okay this is now it's a pattern. really starting to mm. chew into some stuff and then the third time it happens and it happens in the worst way possible it was like half of my order so let me get this right you to clarify you uh, put in an order with them to say i want for argument's sake let's keep it at simple numbers 10 10 figures yes and then they say all right uh and they turn around and go here's your invoice for five figures with yes. no explanation the first, later, you, the first you see later. it is when you're looking at the invoice not you don't get the yes, message that's going I mean. hey by the way Correct. we've limited it. You, you're looking at the number going that's not enough yeah <laughs> i was literally on the bus i'm yeah. on the bus opening my phone looking at the invoice going oh uh and, no, I, and i don't have my paperwork with me on the bus yeah. and when i'm doing other work and things as we'll see in the comic shop i don't take my nerds paradise work with me so i don't have everything with me at yeah. all the time which is tricky so i'm at one job trying to also solve problems for another job and that mm. can also cause issues when you you know should be doing one job and not the other <laughs> but the funny thing is then i called and this is where it got really annoying it's the i won't say who but the person that answered the phone just straight up told me oh we under ordered and so we gave them all to pop culture oh, right okay so they just okay. straight up admitted. so nick yeah. didn't even cut them back they well, then had the to shot their person, order. This is the funniest thing. Then the next person I talked to, because I was like, I need to talk to the manager. Mm. Their next thing was straight up, no, no, it's Necker's fault. So they went yeah. straight into damage control, yep. blaming Necker. And they, I mean, I've dealt with both of these people that I talked to a lot, and they were both mostly wonderful at most times to, to deal with. And they did eventually get me that last lot because I said to them like this is the third time I've been burnt I need these mm. they did give me a rough day and as Darren knows I was very very happy and pleasant on the phone with them consummate professional yeah and they did get me those toys but it wasn't like I reckon two to three months later yeah, it might know, have even been it might, have been might have even been longer than that I it was, was way yeah that. yeah it might have been about four or so but yeah. i mean you did get them in the end and you came through for all, all your customers and 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 made it good it wasn't your fault no it's just no, it's yeah just, i can understand it's just a crazy everyone's frustration like understand you missing out when everyone else is opening up their toys and mm. then there's the, the awkward message from me going hey sorry so you're not getting yours mm. like that feels terrible on my part straight away it, but it's straight up no one mm. likes bad news no. um and and we get carried away with toys and toys are not the most important thing in the world um although they feel like it at times <laughs> and during a year like covid i think everyone's sort of you know on edge anyway yeah, yeah they're already where they're at in 2020 um due to what's happening around them but what I did want to also touch on, and it's very much related to the topic we're talking about now, I'd love to know what it meant for you, whether it had any impact or not for Nurse Paradise, when NECA changed the goalposts. Like, for example, 
the Toker and Razor and the, well, it was no, it was the Super Shredder, wasn't it? That was Toker and Razor was the first one that was direct yeah. from NECA. Yeah, and then and, and then cut. Super Shredder was. But, but Tonka Razor, I don't think ever popped up on pop culture. No, no, no it was I, Super Shredder that popped up. That on was the one that was a so real re- finger pointing and yeah. you know rocked up for order. Mm. And I am super lucky. It popped up, and normally I order. I have a rule for turtles. It was order ten. As soon yep. as it pops up, I was like, just order ten because mm. I know that. If yeah, so my regular customers yeah. aren't going to buy them, then I know I can take you know a couple to the toy fair. Like there will always be some ready to go. They're, yep. they're a good toy to have in stock. And for the first time ever, and I don't know what it was, it popped up when I was oh, I think I was on my way to work once again on the bus, and I looked at it and went, oh, I might just I'm just going to check my pre-orders with what I've got already because I had a lot on pre-order. And I was like, I might just check that pre-order list tonight. Mm. And I'll do it tomorrow. And then, of course, all hell broke loose. Yeah. They cancelled it, pulled it off everyone's websites. Like, that, for me, that was within, like, 24 hours. Yes. Mm. Yeah. So, it just went... And then, all of a sudden, there's just hate on Facebook oh, yeah. everywhere. Huge. And my inbox was insane. Like, <laughs> everyone going, did you secure something? Did you get... Like, almost, like, half the people thought I'm, like, angry? Like, yeah. And I'm like, I've never heard of this guy. Where's he coming from? I suggested from this guy, and this guy said that you might have them. Like, no, look, there's... Unfortunately... As far as I've just found out from other people online, yeah. is that it was just straight up canned, and then we all found out after it was straight up canned that it wasn't. It was going straight to Necker's mm. release. Which, so yeah, yeah. Is this you know like clearly those were solicited for for icon or yes. pop culture yeah. to place yeah. an yes. order Absolutely. with Necker? They were clearly solicited. And they did, and they and they did right. Mm. Now, because the pointed fingers were happening, but as far as I can distill, there's an issue. So, you know, pop, pop culture, say say they've got distribution in Australia. Now, their online store sells to Australia, but it also sells worldwide. You can log so on yep. anywhere yeah. and buy those. Now, if you know the drama our friends in the US have had securing anything Turtles... Mm. They would have been, I have no doubt in my mind that most of them would have caught on and most of them would have been purchasing through pop culture. Yep. So that's funneling sales all the way around the world where, where NECA would have been going, no, 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 this is not part of our agreement. Mm. You have to sell those locally. You can't be taking a cut of the US market because that would have impacted all their Target sales. their deals, yep. Yep. all that sort yep. of thing. And they would have canned it. They would have just gone, no, nope, we're going to do this but ourselves. Do you, reckon, do you reckon NEC has canned it or do you reckon they've turned around when they've gone, look, you can sell it, but with an restriction to Australia only? And do, Or do you reckon then they've canned it? Yeah, interesting. Okay. I don't know because yeah. maybe they... You wouldn't have thought NECA would just want to pull it all. You'd go... Yeah. You'd want them to have the Australian market, but clearly, clearly pop culture couldn't control that or didn't so, want to control that because yeah, maybe yeah. they were getting... I, like imagine how many sales they would have got from the US oh, would it like, mm. would have been huge the sales for like anything on pre-release through pop culture is just ridiculous like I know I shouldn't have but I have seen certain numbers and things from knowing people within the industry and the numbers of just the order amounts even through places like Zing yep the order amounts and quantities um, I was talking to actually one of the guys that manages and directs a lot of the Zing stuff here and we had a very lovely conversation about ordering no secrets were revealed so people mm. can not question me too much about their orderings <laughs> but it, it was just interesting when we were talking about the sheer fact that it's so even they struggle zing which you know is eb games yeah mm. they yeah. struggle GameStop. to get most of the toys and they were even 
at one point kind of asking me how I was getting served. Wow. <laughs> like, oh, oh, wow. How okay. did you manage to source that? Because that's yep. an exclusive to this. And I was like, oh, yeah, just made some very particular phone calls. <laughs> the, problem, the problem I see with Zing is they don't, 100% understand their customer base. They're very much the um, person passing by in the mall yes. ready to go and buy pops. Like yes. their, their pop quantities are pretty safe, right? They don't know how many statues to order. They don't know how many action figures to order. They don't know how many, uh, you know, key rings to order, very right? True, because what happens is if they get the right amount, it moves fairly quickly, right? If they get under order... Three people get it and that's mm. it, right? And if they order too much, it's within three, four weeks, they've clearanced, they've, they've clearanced it, yeah. right? Zing, and Zing yeah. pop culture, call me. I can help you with quantities and what you should be ordering. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think one day EB Games for oh, gee, toys and pop culture are popular. Let's do that. <laughs> as much research like, as they put into it, it. It makes my mind boggle how quickly the shelves change over well, in yeah, the action yeah. figure mm-hmm. section and things oh, yeah. at the Zing stores and how stale that pop wall stage sure you know but clearly what sam's talking to here is that they're even having trouble getting probably numbers that they would want yep. in certain things like you look at sometimes the black series stuff you just it doesn't hit shelves no, no, no it doesn't it, it no. Is, this is another little insight that i found out and i'm going to dub maya in i know how maya get a lot of their toys and a lot of their transformer stuff and all that comes from a very particular u.s supplier which even i have a deal with and I know how much that would be costing them. They're making nearly no profit on those toys. Right. Okay. With the price they got them at, even when I look at them, I go, God, that's See, that expensive. doesn't expensive, yeah. And then I look at it, and now that I've done it myself, they're making nothing. Like, yeah. it is borderline not worth it. The only way I can see them making it worth it is they're obviously being very clever. They're ordering an insane quantity going through a separate shipping service yes. and getting it all sent to one warehouse okay, and just getting it delivered of all their other stock and then shipped out. So that's obviously yeah. another reason why we get everything really late. It's, well, it takes three or four extra stops for us to get it. It's not direct anymore. Yeah. Mm. It's, yeah, those extra stops make it later, but also because of those extra stops, you've got to smash the price up because it costs you three to four times the amount. Yeah. Also, I think it's a bit of a magnet for Maya too. I mean, people like me will go in for toys and end up buying other things while they're, while they're in, in the store that they probably wouldn't have yeah, bothered looking stop. for otherwise, but mm. happen to see on the way out, oh, mum would like that or I'll get that for dad or whatever. But, you know, it would never have occurred to me to go in looking for it. They should stop leaving. Maya should stop leaving uh, their toy boxes with invoices on them uh, in on the <laughs> shop floor because <laughs> sneaky business owners like myself will have a look. <laughs> <laughs> that is funny. <laughs> but, uh, is that the Maya Centre, Random Mall or TTP? Uh, actually, <laughs> it's been twice now. So the first one was in Marion. Oh, and okay. then the second one was uh, in the city there. Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> Just leave it around. With Marvel wow. Legends. There were all the brand new Marvel Legends in there <laughs> with the invoice on the side and the invoice was flipped the wrong way so I could see the total, the price, the, just everything. I was wow. like, I'm sitting there like, okay, good to know. <laughs> We've got to start going on toy runs with Sam because I want you to show us all those tricks. All, the worst thing is I did the equations in my head and just sort of did a quick run through my phone with my order for the same toy. And I was like, wow, okay, they've... Uh, 
Definitely ordering a lot more than I <laughs> <laughs> Just like to say at this point in time, if anyone from the Maya Toy Department <laughs> are listening and you'd like to be on Toy Power, please get in touch with us through our Facebook page or Twitter or Instagram. We're always happy to talk toys with anyone in the industry. So... I know that no one's asked the question, but should I talk about the gap now? Do you want to know why I'm taking the gap? Yeah, I think that's... Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, tell us a little bit about what, what your next steps okay, are. Okay, so I've literally, for this year, I'm taking a year off the toy stuff. I've actually closed the website down. Um, I'm going to keep the Facebook open, obviously, because it'd be insane to try and start that kind of stuff again. Mm. And I've still got a lot of stock, and I am also still... One of those people that can't help but buy retro things and resell and yep. half the time I'll buy something for myself, but it will come with six other things, so I'll need to sell those other things. So it's a great platform to do that from. But the big the big reasons for me stopping was I've got other goals. I've got some other goals. Uh, me and the girlfriend want to buy a house. Uh, I'm working on some motorbike stuff for myself. And I've also, as I may have disclosed beforehand, I'm buying some really big comics for myself. Mm. Nice. So I've decided to focus a lot on that for this year. With, And then the reason that those focuses, it was very clear that I should do this and just cut nerds for a while, was uh, the price hike for Marvel Legends yep. is coming. Yep. Mm. The postal service literally sent me an email saying that they're going, their rates are going up again. <sighs> yep. Uh, I think it was something like 2% too. So as much as that sounds like not much, when you send... When you're sending a lot. ...crazy amount of parcels, yeah. that hurts. And on top of that, the distribution has been pretty weak. Yes. Like mm. one minute I'll get no... To- like I'll have no toys for like two months and then all of a sudden they're like, oh, here's every McFarlane toy for the last year all out in one go. Yep. Here's all that turtle stuff that you ordered so long ago that we should have sent to you but forgot. Like, I've legitimately had those messages where they've been like, oh, guess what? We've actually got those Back to the Future toys in the warehouse here. Did you order them? I'm like, well, yeah, clearly. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, things like that just didn't help. Just made me sort of went, you know what? I need... Need a year. You off need from some it. stability. And just, yeah, it sounds like there's no stability in in the sector at the moment. No, it's all so, over the place. Yeah, because you've been doing this for a long time. Just to you know, for the listeners out there, you started at the Brickworks, not the Brickworks, uh, the Port Markets. Yeah. Port Markets, and then you had your own little um, hub store in town. Yeah, pop up uh, shop. Pop with up shop. The- Renew Adelaide scheme. Yeah, yes. I remember yep. that. Yeah, and then it sort of went online from there. Is that right? Or went online from there. Yeah, and then uh, a couple of local shops were sort of just having my stock up yes. as well. Yeah, yeah. So that's easily ten plus years of yeah, yeah. yeah the, the Nerd Paradise the brand. Day, easy, easy ten yep. years now. Yeah. Wow. Congratulations, man. Yeah, like yeah, that's that's enormous and awesome. well deserved for a year off, and you still got your you know as we said your toe in the comic book scene and things still. yeah well still gamers everyone yeah. come and annoy me and yeah. harass me there yeah. <laughs> so will you still uh, do the uh, trade shows and things like that I'll definitely do the next one I know Brett hasn't announced a date yet mm. he did say some stuff was coming up so I'll definitely do the next one and I'll probably look hey straight up everything's going to be dirty cheap because yeah. I've got a lot of stuff yeah. that I probably <laughs> don't need to have but you know what the worst thing has been for this is going through all the boxes now of what I've got left 
and gone, oh, I wouldn't mind keeping that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. oh, the Mezco Ghostbusters have been sitting there for a, a while, the big multi-pack, and they all have lights and everything, and I, I know Darren yep. kind of likes them, but I, I reckon I might keep problem. them. <laughs> the, the problem that I see with stock hanging around a long time is that it would become very easy to get attached to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. very easy. Yeah, it starts to feel like it's yours. And, and there's a couple of Marvel Select Thors in there, which I never thought I'd say. They've got one that's a classic... Thor. Yep. And uh, yeah, that might get open. <laughs> you oh. mentioned before the Marvel Legends price rise. Are you able to tell us much about that? Or? I know very little. They did send me, I've probably had two emails about it so far. And I think as of yesterday, I'm officially don't have access to any of those accounts now. Oh, okay. So I've, I've closed them all down and they've all been lovely enough to say it was a that I've got all these beautiful emails. It was a pleasure working with you. Come back as soon as you want to, which yeah. is fantastic. Um, but the trick is, is the two emails I got those price hikes straight away. It was like alarm bells because, uh, as we've all talked about, like what going to be about fifty to sixty dollars a figure. That's yeah, uh, yeah. It's not a, a collectible toy anymore. No, that is, right. uh, it doesn't shock me. Um, yeah. And and we, we we talked about this in our last episode um, last week. So you know, people that that have heard that one will, will know what I'm talking about. But yeah, it doesn't shock me. It sounds like you know the whole industry is is moving towards price hikes, you know, across across the board. What it means out here, though, is some very specific things. Obviously, uh, with the goods and services tax being applied to that, we get the price rise twice. If yeah, because we're taxed on yeah, whatever the price is. So there's actually another thing that uh, helped my decision to stop because I had. One guy, the first person I told who I do my little podcasting I started um, mm. with, Ashraf, he was the first guy I talked to because he's oddly, he's so far kind of out of the collecting scene that it was really refreshing to get someone's idea where he only gets one or two figures when he, he walks into a shop and goes, oh yeah, and buys it. So yeah, right. very casual collector. And he even sort of helped me out with this by going, he goes, yeah, I can see now that, you know, you can just call one of your mates and there's a good chance that they'll have it. Like, <laughs> every second guy now has an Icon account. Every, I even know the other day, talking to some friends, that there's three or four guys that have got EE accounts. And they're all just guys sitting at home, did the same thing I kind of did one day, was like, man, no one's got some of this cool stuff. And they're doing it for themselves and ordering in very small amounts. But obviously, you have to order by the box. Mm. So then they're just giving it to their mates at super cheap rates which you can't compare with. Mm. And that's now, I almost think that's where we're going to go. We're going to have these big chains and then we're going to have the guy next door that collects for <laughs> himself that you can grab those extra toys from every now and then. Excuse me, I just need to like go online right now yeah. and make a couple of accounts. So we can, uh, for one, two, three, four, five of us, is that, yeah. does that sound good? Frank sounds very good. Frank, what is Martin, Frank Martin is finally alive. <laughs> yes. well, it's become that easy. That's the worst thing. Like if you, straight, I'm going to tell everyone how to open a shop. Just oh, hey, let's do that. Uh, you basically can borderline have a marketplace store now count it as bricks and mortar there you go you're allowed to have an account <laughs> that's what it's become now because they've got so loose with their own rules yeah when i first started yep. i tried to get one when i was at the markets tried to get accounts with a bunch of places wouldn't let me they would show up no 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 so in my mind i went right have to have bricks and mortar got the bricks and mortar place sorted and then saw all the costs and went you know what this is insane mm. i can do this for like way cheaper just by having a website got a website set up paid for an expensive website to get built and everything. 
and then no one used it. They just bought everything on Instagram and Facebook. <laughs> so I was kind of, this website is so pointless. But then seeing, as I've done that, obviously technology in that time frame has also grown where Instagram, Facebook, all those have marketplace. Mm. People are now using websites as a very loose term by having a page with a link yep. yeah. to either eBay or something else and that still counts. So okay. you don't have to do any work anymore to have these accounts. It's not as hard as it used to be to get access. I reckon mm. in the last two years, I've met an extra 15 to 16 people that have started shops of some kind. Right. Like that's, and this is just in Adelaide. Like this is mm. such an explosive market for such a small area that not everyone's going to survive. And I kind of saw that as a, well, everyone can get their toys still and I can... Go yeah. and relax and don't have to focus take on, a year Focus on other things. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. If I want to, I'll come back to it. Like, it's not a... Well, that was going to be my question. You, you, you say it's a, a gap year, if you will, for lack of a better term. You, I mean, I guess you probably don't know till the end, but... Uh, you, you're confident you've come back at this point? No. Like, I know it's early days. No, you're not confident. No, well, it straight up depends on the market. Like, mm. I'll look at shipping, the cost of toys. Um, I will talk to a bunch of friends that own shops and they're always pretty obviously uh, generous of information, which we probably all shouldn't be, but we are. <laughs> um, and, yeah, I'll, I'll sort of judge on that if it's worth it. But I will do things the same but different. Like... I definitely will never ever. I've learned a lot from what I've done in the last ten years. I bet you so have. I will never ever build a website again like that. I'll literally, to be honest, it would probably just be a page that says "Nerd's Paradise." Here's a link to eBay. Like that, yeah. <laughs> as silly as it sounds, or Instagram and Facebook, because they're the places that people buy from. No one even really cares. Like I reckon, pop culture make more money from the amount they spend on adverts than they do through selling just from the shop like their advert count would actually help them a lot right and that's because obviously they have that amount of money to throw into those adverts mm. yeah right yeah mm. fascinating well that's that's great to hear the journey yeah and um coming out the other side and, and definitely i've seen a a trend in like you say i think people that just want the toy like their, their primary motivator is trying to get the toys into Australia mm. because sometimes you can't get reach this or you can't get that or it sells out here or it's gone from there and I reckon that's been the driver for a lot of these you know boutique smaller operations and mm. um, we've seen you know we've had a, a couple you know even just show up here lately and when you read the bios of the store owners now I'm finding they're all passionate collectors yeah. and they've got a backstory which is really nice to know you're kind of dealing with people that know the industry mm. I mean you know like fans like Sam that love this stuff that love the comics love the toys and aren't that, just that seen, aren't just seeing dollar signs yeah that's right here, I think I think that's, have a conversation well, and, and that's a big part of it yeah. yeah the love of toys and I've met one culture. or two people in the industry that definitely don't have that love and you tell like straight yeah, away yeah. Yeah. So you can like, you can't fake oh, it what are you yeah. doing here <laughs> yeah. yeah it would come down to they have a boring t-shirt on is that right they yeah. don't have a comic related t-shirt on therefore they're out straight up you've got to wear something with at least a turtle on it <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. All right, we might move on to our next segment. Reading, watching, playing. 
Oh, and there has been a lot happening. I think Talk of the Town is on WandaVision at the moment. Uh, and um, I know we can't spoil it for everyone in the room because Darren hasn't seen the final episodes. But Frank, what have you been up to in the reading, watching, playing space? Um, I've actually been doing a bit of reading and it's something. It's a property that I would never have thought I'd get into. But the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, actually, the run yeah. by... I think it's Boom Studios. Yep, yes. yep. And... Uh, it's actually really good. Like Sean so Fuster awesome. gives it a big thumbs and up, and it's one yeah. of these things because when you think of Power Rangers, particularly when we were sort of growing up, the the story or the plot was arguably the weakest part of the whole thing. You were drawn in as a kid by big robots, you know, ninja fights and and cool sparks. Pa- yeah, yeah, sparks. Yeah, yeah, sparks. I see the exactly. problem. What's, what's the yeah. problem? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's right. And so, uh, but these. Uh, and I'm only probably about 10, 10 issues in at this point, but uh, I think the run goes for 50 or 60 odd, and now they've split it into two books, I believe. Yes. There's Mighty Morphin is one book, and then Go Power ahead. Rangers is is the other book, which is, which is kind of neat. So I'm, not, I'm nowhere near to the end of that yet, but it's, it's nice that they're actually, like even in the first few episodes, they're dealing, it comes at the point where Green Ranger, Tommy, has basically... He's joined the Rangers, and then they're delving into. They're just going. So hang on a second. He was trying to kill us a week ago, and now we're just going to trust him as part of the team. And it's all the stuff that they probably should have dealt with on the actual show, but they were too busy making a monster of the week sort of thing. So it's really interesting. I've actually been really, really enjoying that. It gets better. It gets oh, better. It gets so much better. <laughs> well, I've just saw that there was the reveal of what looks like a evil white ranger and I don't know what that's all oh, about but it gets so good I can't say it because I, I <laughs> you know it all not to like say like about a certain character you're okay. gonna, you're gonna right. scream at the book <laughs> <laughs> excellent um, so look as far as watching as Trent alluded to WandaVision has been absolutely insane there was uh, as we're recording this now we uh, with the exception of Darren all witnessed uh, episode 5 which for anyone who's seen it will know episode 5 has a huge uh, game changing reveal to it i won't say too much more on that but uh, i get home on on friday nights and ali looks at me and goes do you know what tonight is <laughs> like and it's all about some sort of like 80s theme song that you oh, know you the, know is coming and you know it's going to be they, so good they change it up and i think yeah. even uh, in our discord john caulfield is like yeah loving the show but how foxy is 80s like yeah, Scarlet yeah. Witch like whew, <laughs> with the big hair and everything um, I've also been really enjoying The Stand which is the Stand yes, King I, I like that adaption one. I think yeah. that's still got one more to go or yeah. it's like close to the end I was a little bit sort of meh at first and then it's just one of those things that just, it just gets better and better yeah. and sort of builds towards the end so yeah. I'm really enjoying that and I've actually been doing some playing I have been doing some gaming the P- PS4 has gotten a bit of love finally got around to playing Jedi Fallen Order um, which it's it's a single player Star Wars experience forget this whole you know um, Battlefront massively multiplayer stuff where you just get killed inside of 15 seconds after (laughs) respawning this is story driven um, very very cool you know I'm only a couple of hours in but uh, yeah I know I'm very behind the times when it comes to gaming that thing moves at a million miles an hour but it's nice to uh, nice to dust that off good one so, as far as reading goes, I've been reading Red Plastic this week, which yeah. is the Chris Fawcett cool. um, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles book. Uh, fairly unofficial. goes and looks back at the original vintage line and the next mutation stuff. A lot of prototypes, a lot of... Um, uh, 
things that I haven't seen before, uh, particularly the the Splinter is the Wizard um, is one that springs to mind. But you know, some, some really cool stuff in there, and and a real real fascinating eye opener into one of the most iconic toy lines of all time. So really really happy with that. That that sort of almost softens the blow for the fact that there was an NBN outage last night. Um, <laughs> which and when I say NBN, our Australian listeners will know what that is. So the internet was down, the Foxtel was down, the whole f- shebang was down. Uh, last I saw, it came back up just as I was leaving to come here and record. Oh. So um, it better be up tonight. Is all I'm going to say. <laughs> Uh, I, I, I otherwise I'll be on the phone Monday morning you know, speaking of being on the phone when you watch WandaVision and you get towards the last sort of like five minutes just press record on your phone I want to hear your your audio reaction to what happens I think it'd be <laughs> okay. fascinating okay. I'll, I'll, I'll try and remember to do that I think but, my neighbours heard my audio reaction as well <laughs> right. but um, yeah no look um, the sad thing is I, I work much Friday nights it's just how my roster works so for the last few weeks I've been looking forward to this week where I'd be able to watch the night it dropped, and then it, no, yeah. So I, I was, I was absolutely gutted um, with it. Haven't been watching a lot else. I've been watching um, some some films and and that going back and and watching some of the old old films, um, particularly around Australia Day that we just had with my parents. You know, like the Castle, Men from Snow River, uh, Mad Max. Um, yeah, you classic. know, some of mm. some of those um, really iconic Aussie Aussie cinema. It just seems like a um, a fun thing to sort of do um, and you know watch Rabbit Proof Fence as well which I don't know if people mm, are familiar with yes. but you know for you know given the topic around Australia Day and what that day means that was an appropriate one to to um, dig deep into as well so yeah that, that's what I've been doing and I'm hoping tonight I'll be able to watch WandaVision very yeah. cool Sammy definitely WandaVision obviously as a massive Marvel fanboy but I think I watched that first thing this morning so oh. I woke up put it on and yeah I screamed at the TV uh, <laughs> quite vocally scared my friend's dogs <laughs> it was quite funny but uh, other than that I've also finally been watching Vikings uh, mm-hmm. everyone had oh, yeah. sort of raved to me that apparently I look like Floki so, yeah. you gotta find no, out who that is and yeah. the worst thing is I, I have noticed some similar- <laughs> uh, yeah so that's been really enjoyable uh, reading now reading I've got three off the top of my head to suggest because King in Black is out at the moment which is a big Marvel event all to do with Venom and the symbiote god and it is Null is that right? yeah Null it is just brilliant and Marvel Legends will legitimately give you I reckon a Venomized everything in the next couple of months like easily and they'll get you watch there'll be Null toys everywhere he's I think he might even show up in the next movie like that's how popular this has been Uh, and it's great and when the trades come out you don't want to try and get the million single issues Get the big collected edition. Definitely worth it. Second reading thing, I'll say Immortal Hulk. That is insane. I am reading that in collected editions. If you like things like The Thing and any John Carpenter film, mm. if you like that, yep. you should definitely read the new Immortal Hulk. It is just, I don't know, artwork's beautiful. Story's just terrifyingly weird. <laughs> it's brilliant. And the final one is actually a Kirkman book, so yep. Walking Dead. Uh, he's now doing one called Firepower, and it's borderline as if Iron Fist meets Avatar The Last Airbender. It's Ooh, really cool. That sounds cool. Very clever, and I think that's a sleeper one. Everyone kind of hasn't jumped on it, mm. and uh, yeah, everyone's kind of missing out. It's so much fun, and I love that kung fu. That I don't want to give it away. They do kung fu all over the world, but it's it's cool. Very cool. Okay. 
Awesome. Very cool, very cool. Um, yeah, from a few episodes ago, I was the one in the room that wasn't sure about WandaVision. I am totally on board now. I am <laughs> totally so. I knew, I said on air that I, I knew that I had faith in it yeah. and uh, they have delivered faith you know, your faith has tenfold. been rewarded. Yeah, yeah, and I'm just uh, as soon as that. I think it was the third episode, episode four with the with the snap. Even even yes. three, even, even episode three okay. really, you know, got you. Uh, yeah. drove the train a bit faster, so yep, to speak, yep. and uh, got me on board. And it just has gotten better each episode. Like mm. uh, it's that it's definition of a slow slow burn. And mm. damn, if if what we've just seen is uh, the peak, I can't wait to see what did, comes next. Oh, so did right. anyone get it ruined for them? Did no, because no, no, no. I it didn't get ruined for me, and I had to actually tell people in the comic shop to be quiet because apparently a bunch of stuff got released online, right? And heaps of spoilers. Well, heaps oh, of no. Twitter's, oh, no. Twitter's the worst for that. It comes out in Australia at quite a reasonable time, so around that seven eight eight p.m. mark, depending on which state you're in. But in America, because it it's it's launched on basically midnight or for their Friday night because of the time difference and so you've literally got people on Twitter spoiling it minutes after midnight and other people just go you know I've said um, who's it Boss Logic the amazing artist I follow him and he's like well time to log off Twitter yeah. for uh, because yeah. his, much, his time yeah. zone is in, in in the States wasn't getting it for another hour he's mm. got I just I just have to stay away because yeah. you just can't trust people yeah. yeah yeah for sure so don't go on Twitter Darren that's what we're saying yeah. no no I won't be going on Twitter I appreciate the warning yeah. uh, big fan of the strand i'm really enjoying that uh snowpierce is back so oh. season two i've um really enjoyed that uh it, you know something had been building up in season one and then um season two you've got the uh, something else that comes along and you're like well where's this gonna go mm. and i i you know i'm a sucker for that dumb sort of action sort of thing <laughs> I, I think it's really cool i'm enjoying can, that can i ask have yes. you seen the film Snowpiercer. Yes, yes, yeah, yes. Okay. Yes. So, so is, is there enough? Uh, it rewrites itself. Like so. So what? Right. The, the film is very one and done. Right. They get. Right. They, they start at the back of the train. They get, get to, to the, the front. front. He realizes, oh, this is done, and then it's sort of done. You know, congratulations. And the the train keeps going around the world for yep. unbeknownst. In this one, the the back carriages, you know, constantly fighting to get their way through. There's a murder. So one of the um, detectives is found in the back of the train. So he. Gets gets pushed up to the front of the train to solve the murder. You know, the murder lasts for a while and then he suddenly realises um, who actually who is driving the train, right? You know, there's that there's that grey area mm. that um, Wallace or whatever his name yep. is, is yep. Where, where, what's he doing up at the front of the train? And so there's that big thing and then season two um, totally... Uh, you know, season one cliffhanger, and you're like, "Whoa, this is cool! Can't wait for season two And season two just, just uh, uh, it's got a new uh, thing that they have to, you know, I'm being very vague. Yeah, no, no, yeah, no, no, yeah, yeah. So I, I really enjoy it. It's definitely warranted for the um, the storyline. Storyline warrants itself. Yeah, it's cool. Uh, and uh, I, I saw the Jungle, a movie called The Jungle yep. film. Daniel Radcliffe. Yeah, Harry yeah. Potter. Oh, was mm. it good? Uh, it was yeah. really I've good. Heard good things. Yeah. It, another very slow burn. You're like, where is this going? What can they do? Blah blah blah. It was filmed in Australia, but it's set in like 
you know, not Africa, but like India or somewhere like that. So you're really closely like, where's the gum tree? Surely they're going to stuff up in the background. There's going to be like a koala up there or whatever. Yeah, but uh, they've done it so damn well. Uh, And uh, it's just a really cool film. I highly recommend that. So, And I've been watching bloody Holy Moly uh, (laughs) with the kids. That's just a wacky golf show. Takeshi's Castle meets, um, you know, mini golf, essentially, oh, where okay. they're playing silly. They've got an obstacle course. You know, they hit the ball. If it doesn't go hole in one, they've got to run across a creek with, uh, you know, <laughs> okay. imaginary crocodiles gaping at them. And oh, things. so it's like a game show. Yeah, right? a game massive show, yeah. game show. Oh, okay. Yeah. okay. So stupid. But uh, the kids, uh, it's their favorite show at the moment. So nice. they're loving it. Mm. Yeah, Holy Moly is the best show on TV at the moment, in my opinion. <laughs> so much fun. Okay. It's got Rob Riggle, uh, a American comedian who does the uh, commentary mm. with Matt Shervington of all people. Oh, Matt, um, the lunchbox. Yeah, pretty, pretty much. Um, which is which is fantastic. I think he's been in uh, Twenty One Jump Street, uh, those sort of films. Yeah, um, very much in that Will Ferrell sense of humor. He's great. He's just so wacky and. And it, it border like it's it's some it borders on a bit corny, but mm. that they, they do have a very specific sense of humour. Sonia Kruger's in there as well, um, but yeah, some of the like there's one hole where basically they they get dressed up in a fire retardant suit and they're putting, and there's these four dragons that just shoot flames at them, <laughs> oh. and they're on fire as they're putting. Like it's because golf's not a hard enough game. No, and, and, and flamethrowers. They're, they're, they're like. teasing in one of the upcoming episodes. They're upside they're down. Upside down they're putt. hanging. They're hanging by their boots upside yep. down. There must be a magnet or something holding the yep. ball there, yeah. and they've got to shoot. Their their first playoff <laughs> is shooting the ball upside down. It's yeah. just insane. So wow. yeah, it, it's funny. And they've got who's it? Dicko. Dicko's yeah, on yeah. there as like this pirate, right? Yeah. And one of the holes is if you if you win whatever. He tees off for you. Does a little chip shot onto yep. the over a lake where where there's a shark swimming around, and he's got an eye patch on as any good pirate does. If you're second, he puts on a second eye patch <laughs> and then chips your ball. <laughs> <laughs> so it's just wacky, wacky stuff like that. Right, eh? Um, but yeah, Wonder Vision as the big one for me as well. And I, I I sort of thought of you, Ben, when I was watching that. And I think we can probably safely say it if people, but that episode that starts in the non WandaVision world, and yes, people, and it was, starts yeah. with, and you're like, why are people, why is, where's that that reverse snap thing happening yeah, where yes. people are reforming back together, oh. and then we get kind of like, and I think that episode is kind of like we interrupt this transmission for, mm-hmm. so it's yes. sort of like the break from yep. the the TV show, and and I think that really moved yep. the story yep. forward, and like I, I think I was. I've seen all the Marvel films, mm. but I feel like I was a bit slow on the uptake on a few things like that character. Her mum, was her mum the one that was in um, Captain, Captain Marvel? Marvel? Yes. Was yes. that the character? Yes. That, yeah, was, yeah. that was the mum. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's, they the, had the little picture. girl. Yeah, the, the little girl, yes. right. So it's like, I'm like, and that dawned on me, I think. They had to, they put the photo up. I'm like, ah, surely that, I've seen yeah. that person before. Well, it's, it's, it's clearly and not then, the same actress because she was much younger oh, of course. Captain Marvel. Yeah, but it's the same character. Right. They aged her really well. <laughs> <laughs> and then there's the, the, um, the agent... Who a- was he? Agent in? Wu. Agent Wu. Yeah, was from Ant-Man. From Ant-Man. Yeah, that's that's funny because he did the magic trick. Oh, yeah, that was it. Right. Yeah. I didn't. I didn't realize I loved that him until after. Because I, 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 I was having an argument with my wife about that. I'm like, oh yeah, he's from Ant-Man straight away. He's no, he's not. Yes, yeah, he, he is. is. He's from Ant-Man. Yeah. When? 
Throw out dice films. Like, you know, yeah. he did the magic trick. Yeah. Well, about, well, I, no, adverts. they're so good. Has anyone noticed the adverts? I have. Yes. I've noticed yeah. so, so, right, so many great little little nods in there. I, I totally. And, and, I, the and, yeah, the I most like recent that. ones just yeah. bypassed me with the the cleaning cloth, the the oh, soaking up. Like I just couldn't. I'm like, what is this? Yeah. Like I got the other ones with the watch and that, that was, was the Hydra and yeah. stuff. But... Yeah. I can't. I don't want to spoil it for anyone, but uh, think of oh my god, which film? The the film where there was a building explode and people may have died in it. It's referencing that point. Ah, uh, Sokovia. Like are the, the uh, uh, yes. With bones. Oh, oh, I can't think where they are. Um, He's got the bomb. He blows up in the marketplace. The Age, age of Ultron? Oh, yes. Yeah, age of age of, no, it was after that because she's good. Has to be after that, right? Uh, yeah, right. Now I've got to test. I've got to double check now. Yeah. Yep. And this is the thing. There's so many little, like, little... There's there's the obvious ones, like the characters that you know, but then, like, the magic trick thing you pointed yeah. out. Yeah. I didn't realise that until my second wash through. I went, oh, he did the thing! Yeah. Like, you know, yeah. and just bang, straight away. Yeah. Um, Kat Dennings, great to see her back. I loved her um, character from Thor and stuff. So, Absolutely. Um, yeah. Oh, so she was in Thor as well? Yeah. 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 See, I'm just... See, meow, meow. Yeah, yeah, right. I'm just <laughs> picking it all up, but that's fantastic. Like, they... They seemed familiar. Like yeah. I've only seen every film kind of once, so um, I, I did. Really- <laughs> <laughs> Who are you? I need to go. I know. I'm planning on rewatching them all with the kids now uh, that they're at the right age. Yeah, um, but well, most of them are on Disney Plus. Yeah, that, yeah. That's I'm not right, sure Incredible Hulk is, but I can live without Incredible. I like Incredible Hulk, but um, I can I can quite happily if I've got the others, I'll be fine. Yeah. Um, and in terms of playing, I, I've funnily enough, I've, I got last of us two mm. and Jedi Fallen, Jedi fallen order. And I started playing them and all my gaming time is now being taken up by Callum saying, dad, dad, let's play Minecraft. Oh. So we get, we get on there and we, we craft away. And, nice. and today we hit three caches of diamonds. Ooh. So it was just diamond it's central. And, and with Callum, it's just like, he just can't, he, that's all he talks about. He just talks about Minecraft all day. And he's just like, oh, Dad, wasn't that great today when we found all those diamonds? You know, we found 16 diamonds today. Dad, this is great. <laughs> so that's pretty much been, <laughs> pretty much been my, de- is- my day. Um, we went out to dinner and, he, and he's like, Tim, Tim, hey, guess how many diamonds we found today? <laughs> so, <laughs> so, no, that's, that's been good. No reading going on. I've got a couple of comic books, a um, couple of trades that I need to get through. Um, I finally picked up the Masters kind of... Um, multiverse, multiverse yeah. one which I was getting the issues as they were coming out and then kind of that COVID thing here yeah. I, I lost track yeah. and I mm. and so I finally picked up the trade so I I do I wasn't enamoured by that storyline but I, I, I maybe was reading it in the wrong frame of mind maybe I'm just going to take it for what it is now like, you're going to yeah. have a WandaVision shoe. way of thinking about <laughs> it I know yeah, I'm not yeah. thinking about the right way the, yeah. this is their, their chance to shoehorn everything into the one story arc and I've got to commend them for trying to do that so. absolutely <laughs> so that's a, very cool to see them uh, do the 1987 film uh, even though it doesn't make any sense no it doesn't like make any story. sense but <laughs> it looks but cool it looked cool and it, yeah. and it dropped around the same time that the Super, Fe- Super 7 figures did yes which yeah. I think was it's kind of cool um, was just so topical yeah very good alright that wraps this episode Sam I'd like to make a huge thank you for coming in and chatting all things toys and comics no problem at all happy to be here and Sam please no plug what you're doing in your um, podcast and everything yeah. like that please yeah, you're on your show a very very delicious title called Comic Thoughts it's <laughs> me and two guys Connor and Ashraf literally uh, we talk about collecting comics toys everything 
but with our weird, unique spin on things, it's uh, definitely not G-rated. It's probably for your R-rated fans. We've been restricted on YouTube already. I was going to say, you got in a bit of trouble, didn't you? Yeah, we might be getting restricted on Spotify as well. But, uh, yeah, it's, it's going, so listen while you still can. It's yes. going well. It's going very well, which is great. Uh, if you search my name, just Sam Cripps on YouTube, uh, there's a bunch of videos and we're doing more between the three of us. We're just using my channel to put all our unboxings uh, yeah, we started doing unboxings and talking comics and toys from the comic shop each week and heaps of stuff on there as well. Fantastic. Nice. That's awesome. Very good. All right. On that note, a huge thank you for everyone for tuning into another episode of Toy Power and a big shout out to all our patrons. And again, the Discord has been going nuts, particularly that spoilers thread around the oh, WandaVision. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> hope you all have a fantastic week and we will see you around the toy aisles. And take care and stay safe wherever you are in the world. And until next time, good journey. You can find the Toy Power team at all the usual online places. Facebook.com slash Toy Power Podcast. At Toy Power Podcast on both Twitter and Instagram. Or have your say and email us. Podcast at gmail.com. Subscribe to the show on both iTunes and Stitcher. And please leave us a review. Otherwise, we just assume we're awesome. We are a proud member of the Giant Size Team Up Network. Check out all the awesome shows on this awesome network full of okay people. Want to learn more? Go to GiantSizeTeamUp.com where you can find us and a whole lot more awesome shows. Well, they're not more awesome than us, but they're... Yeah. <laughs>